Welcome to the Zen Brain Podcast, where we explore alternatives to psychiatric medication and strategies for conscious lifestyle change. Here's your host and philosophical entertainer, Michael Pierce. Michael Pierce. How to get high naturally with sex. Hand in hand with the man's retention of semen is an increased focus on the woman's satisfaction. She should be allowed to have orgasms as often as she wishes. Also, as the house of the sexual energy, she is the focus of the sexual act. Taoist doctors went through great pains to determine the variation physical signs a woman exhibits to indicate her state of arousal. We think most receptive lovers can figure out for themselves. Then, if a woman still isn't getting exactly the kind of arousal she needs, be it harder thrusts or whatever, she can simply ask verbally. Taking during sex as an excellent means of circumcommunication. Tantric sex is based on the idea that life energy begins at the base of the spine and in the genitals. Sex provides a channel for that energy. The object, though, is not simply to expel the life energy through the sex organs, but to help it move up through the various chakras. Most people have experienced a feeling of heat emanating from the middle of their chest during sex. Westerners think of this as love emanating from the heart. According to Tantra, this is one of the channels through which the sexual fires flow. In preparation, both mental and spiritual, it is essential for transcendental sex. Meditate calmly before sex, visualizing in whatever way you wish as your loving sexual energies rises from your spine and genitals through your chakras and out the top of your head. Also, meditate on your lover as a deity whom you are about to worship through the act of sex. To prepare physically, do some simple yoga asanas. Try doing a headstand or shoulder stand and concentrate on the energy flows downward toward your head. You might also try the cobra position except with your mouth wide open and your tongue sticking out and down. The Tantra texts usually describe making love from the point of view of a yogi praying to his goddess. The sex act is an act of devotion to the goddess who is embodied in the female partner. Except in moments of supreme ecstasy when concentration is impossible, the yogi is completely focused on pleasing his lover. Making love is a moving prayer, an offering to the insatiable female deity. The woman's role is surprisingly similar. She, too, is to find her ecstasy in serving her partner. The best way for her to do this is to allow herself to be consumed by her passion. She mustn't hold back. Tantra accepts the fact that the male and female response curves are different and calls for the yogini to abandon any of their obstacles to letting go. She does this for the sake of the yogi, 
who is dependent on her release for his own. So to sum it up, both man and the woman are focused on her pleasure. He strives to give her joy, and she, in receiving it as fully as she can, gives the man his pleasure. The tantric path of ecstasy is really a manipulation of the orgasmic curve of the two partners, almost like tacking a sailboat back and forth to go the desired direction. The couple uses each partner's rise and fall to move two steps forward and one step back. The process is actually pretty simple to understand, even if it requires a good deal of stamina to execute. If you have a willing partner and a few good hours, try this one. The only necessary technique or control for a man and the ability to release for the woman. The tantric technique for control includes most of the ones listed in the previous podcast. They also suggest concentrating on the sensation of the whole body rather than just on the genitals. Imagine energy flowing up through your spine and out the top of your head. To help this energy flow, try rolling your eyes up. Don't strain. The focus is on raising energy up. It is also important for the man to realize it is not he alone who is investing into the sex act. Making love, when it is more than, you know, just masturbation, is about a flow of energy not just a release. True love is not something you spend or something you get. It is once both a circulation of energy and an equilibrium. For both partners, steady breathing is a must. For the man, it will allow him to regulate his potential spasmatic body functions. For the woman, it will be to keep her from bearing down or holding on. The tantrics call this sexual technique riding the wave of ecstasy. There's a complex description of how this works in Sexual Secrets, The Alchemy of Ecstasy, but the basic idea is pretty simple. It's just a matter of altering between exciter and excitee. After a good period of foreplay and mutual excitation, and begin to have sex, both participants focus their attention on the woman's pleasure. As the woman reaches her climax, the man holds back on his own. He absorbs the energy released by her orgasm, and as soon as her excitement begins to subside, he brings hers back. After she is moving up, the couple rises together. Now it is the man's turn to approach climax, but just as he gets close to the point of no return, the woman draws him up into the next realm of excitement. Now it's the man's turn to refrain, then the woman's, then the man's again. The key exchange in this process occurs at the moment that the exciter becomes the excited, just after each orgasm or energy leap. You go through this process four times, counting by the woman's orgasms. Each female climax brings the couple to a new chakra. By the fourth one, we are in the throat and head areas, and the bliss is unreal. You can forget about this technique now. Climaxes blend into climaxes as partners blend into partners. Self-consciousness dissolves as both 
lovers are absorbed into the ecstasy they have together created. Sex without sex? What? One can experiment with the tantric energies without actually having sex. A friend tried this exercise with a girl in his kundalini class and was convinced he was in love with her for weeks. Actually, what the yoga's process made available to him was a direct experience of the depth with which he could give and receive love and life energy. The object of the exercise is to circulate energy. First, do a few yoga postures separately, concentrate on raising your own energy level, end these individual warm-ups with a more exerting motion or breath of fire as you come together. Sit cross-legged, facing each other, and hold your hands up, palms facing your partner's patty cake style, but not touching. Leave them about six inches apart and look into your partner's eyes or up at his or her third eye. As long as you're both doing the same thing, now imagine a circle of energy flowing from the base of your spine and out through your eyes or third eye and hands to your partner. Stay like this for at least 10 minutes using your own and your partner's chakric energies to keep your hands up when they get tired. If your mind drifts, just bring it back by sending as much energy you can to the other person through the third eye and the hands. You may also begin to experience other connective energies with your partner along various chakras, creating a feeling of warmth the solar plexus, throat, or lower abdomen. Next, without breaking the energy field you've created and keeping your hands the same distance apart, very slowly move them in the small circles as if wiping steam off a piece of glass between you and your partner. This will feel something like a mirror game. Whenever you get a out-of-sync feeling and the distance between the hands changes, you should feel a strange magnetic tug pulling them back together. After you've done this for a few minutes, start to play with the energy field you've created. Try pulling your hands slowly apart from your partners or closer to them. Try leaning in with your body too and, and then out. We know people have used this exercise as a seduction technique and it probably works as one but those who use it that way will certainly miss out on the real joy of this tantric process.